Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bobby. Welcome to Geek and Nerd Proportions podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about our top five um, sci-fi movies. Yes, sci-fi movies. And today, I am joined with my very, very good friend and one of my favorite guests I have on this show is the design warrior himself. Yes, that's me. Yes. I'm super happy to have him here because we're doing a top five, but we're doing our own respective list of top five. So I have a top five. He has a top five. And this list isn't in any particular order. And we're just kind of coming to this as like fans talking about uh, certain sci-fi movies that we love the most and how we rank them. But um, not so much in like uh, five, four, three, two, one. But this is like just the top five for us. And, you know, maybe down the line as we talk about them more, we can establish which ones are really like, you know, our number one favorites or... Um, you know, some some honorable mentions along the way too. Yeah, yeah, definitely some honorable mentions because I know I can see it right now. Everyone's gonna be like, "What? Sci-fi movie? You didn't put you know? Yeah, <laughs> you didn't put that movie you know? I, I already know right away. Those people are gonna be like, "Star Wars better be on the yeah, list." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Star yeah. Wars is not gonna be on the list because on. that's everybody, everyone. That's too easy. Exactly. We're we're this is more personal as opposed to just the ones that you might feel like should yeah. always get a mention because in the end. Star yeah. Wars, yes, it's always up there, right? We always know Star Wars is going to be there, and then you know it's a, it's also a little frustrating when you have people that are like twenty years old, it's like oh Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars came out like twenty years before you were born, exactly, you know? like yeah. cut it out, even yeah. longer, actually, <laughs> even longer, like, <laughs> so much, you know, yeah. thirty years, right? Exactly, it was I, sixty, what is it, sixty? Uh, no, not in 77 is oh, the first. Seventy seven is the first one. I thought it was. It wasn't. Wasn't there like a first like a release before the seventy seven? Uh, if if that's oh, the case, it would have been seventy six because uh, Star Trek came out a while back. Oh, I, mean, yeah, I think it was yeah, what? Yeah. Six, am I bugging sixty nine? Someone, you guys, yeah. correct us. But even so, I mean, these are you know yeah, those are things those, that live yeah. on, and it's a large franchise mm-hmm. too. Like you can pick your favorite. Everyone obviously yeah, Empire Strikes Back is a big deal, but of course, uh, this was just a long winded way of saying that Star Wars is not on either of our lists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, just only you know, because be of the personal that. aspect, like because yeah. Star Wars is still, while it's still awesome to both of us, yeah, and amazing to both of us, we're talking about like personally. So yeah, if it came out before we were born, exactly, I guess. yeah. Because I, I like <laughs> although we're saying our age kind of a little bit yeah. now, but some of these, I think some although of my list did come out before yeah, I was true. born, but but it was in that vicinity. Yeah, and I, and vicinity, I grew yeah. up on. I would still say I grew that's up true. on ones okay. in my list, but yeah. what for Star Wars, I wouldn't say that I necessarily grew up on it. Yeah, but it was always this concept. While it was an integral part of your geek you know absolutely maturity or your geek you yeah know, absolutely whatever the word is because you had i mean obviously we were all around when the prequels came out so <laughs> uh, 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 and the most re- and the uh, most the, recent things the, the prequels of star wars is like a darth um is like uh voldemort you know he yeah, must he's not, not be named <laughs> the prequels that must not be you'd named. be surprised there's a couple people on the interwebs who love the prequels you know and i know i'm gonna catch a lot of flack for saying it but i honestly i mean the movies suck a lot of the part a lot of the movies like a big portion of the movies did suck, but there were so many little aspects of it that I absolutely love. Like, of mm-hmm. course, everyone loved Darth Maul. Yeah, the movie. and the duel of the fate song when he came oh, on scene, uh, the 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 two sided uh, lightsaber. It had some innovation in it. I mean, look at you. That this is a, this is why we're friends. Uh-huh. No, seriously, because. Um, Rarely anyone talks mm-hmm. about soundtrack when it comes to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Like everyone talks about action scenes or whatever. Yeah. But the music is so important. It's awesome. It's so important. Yeah. Um. And we we could make a list of just our top five movies. Um. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Um. And I would and I would mention so many movies that mean so much to me, not just because of the drama, the action, whatever, but the soundtrack, the scores, the, yeah, the scores, and 
let's just put it out there. The if it's a dope score, like if it's a movie with Hans Zimmer in it, you know it's like dope. It's gonna be out this, of this guy world. is out of this world. Yep. And you know, so many people have no idea who Hans Zimmer is, and nobody cares about the soundtrack of, of movies. I don't know why. But that is so integral to making the movie like and not to mention that's what you remember at the end true. of the day like if you take a, if you um uh take a if you don't like actually just years later you don't watch a movie anymore but the music comes on because it was meaning for you at a point yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I was i remember years ago at a con they just randomly started playing uh, the superman theme mm-hmm. and you know another thing like you'll just start randomly playing certain songs that really are so yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. that's the part if anything that wakes you up brings it's you back true. to a movie before even flashes you back before you even see yeah it's, yeah. it's true so that I mean, super important. Like a, a soundtrack can ultimately make or break a movie. Sometimes it oh, adds no, to definitely. its iconic. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, oh yeah, we yeah. won't even go into that because yeah, now yeah. some themes are playing in my mind. Exactly, and I'm like... we'll get lost. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But I mean, like I said, long-winded way to say Star Wars is now on either of our lists. But uh, how, so ultimately, don't how would sign you... off. Right? Yeah, yeah, don't sign no off Star now. Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, we got some awesome um, movies. So we're gonna be talking about like it's essentially ten movies with maybe a couple other ones, but and yep. we're not gonna dive too d- deep in each one, so you don't have to worry about spoilers for this one. Um, but yeah, it's just our personal take on some of these movies. And I think right. on your list, I haven't seen some, and I don't know if you've seen all on mine either. So oh, we're we about just, to see. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, you want to start us off with, okay. Uh, yeah. Your first I'll start. Movie? Well, actually what I wanted to do is throw out some honorable mentions. Can we do that first? Honorable or, mentions first. Okay. That are, that are not on our list. That are not on the list. How do you know your honorable mentions are not on my list? You didn't see my whole list. Uh, it might be my uh, list. It's not on my list. So Let's I see. Figured, yeah. Let me see your honorable. Okay, yeah. My honorable mention, of course, is Star Wars. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, we Avatar. honorably mentioned it for a long time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Avatar. Okay. Avatar. James Cameron. James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was other. Oh one. no, no, no. Yeah. We won't even. That's that, not. That doesn't now, even count. That yeah. is the true <laughs> film that should not be named. Yes. It yes. Is, is we will the not. Last ever, ah, I just you me- said it. <laughs> oh man. Oh okay. Uh, I'm all right. Sorry. Let's just move forward. Uh, we'll just move forward. Um. All right. Uh. And I know this is probably on your list, but I'm gonna say it because it's an honorable mention on mine. Um. People are not gonna like my list, but Terminator is not on my list, and I know it's gonna—it's probably gonna be on yours. Wait, uh, you know what? I'm—you know what? I'm for mm. this for the very same reason that we just said. Um, when it came out, I think the second one was closer to me and yeah. you know what it meant to me and when it came out. Yeah, yeah. So I think, and I think the second one was just a better movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although the first one was so iconic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For so. Sure. When I say Terminator, I just mean Terminator, the first Terminator movie. Yeah, gotcha. we don't mention anything after the second one. Yeah, absolutely. That's blasphemy. That count, it's yeah. only the first two. Yeah. But I'm just saying, uh, the first one is the one that I would say isn't isn't on my list. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, no the second one isn't either. Um, uh, what else? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I Robot. I Robot is on your list it as is, honorable mention. It's an honorable mention because I love the movie. I love Will Smith, <laughs> but it ain't on my list. Um, that's why I said people are really not going to like my list for yeah. what I put in it. Um, well, I think they'll forgive you for, uh, uh, iRobot because I feel like it, it got a lot of, while it, the, the concept was awesome, I remember the, the reception was really mixed. Yeah. That and movie. It, it was a great, it was a really great movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is going to piss you off. Um, Independence Day is is an honorable mention. What even <laughs> is on your list? That's like, what I is said, your list about? People are going to. People are going to be so upset what about the? my list. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's only five, right? It, yeah. Because it's only five. Yeah. Actually, this is more hard. This is harder than what 
I mean, what people think it's easy. You just list your top five. Yeah, it's really top not five as easy. sci-fi movies. So just always remember. Yeah, so top t- five sci-fi. We mm-hmm. down the line we made to do you know top, top five, five any sci-fi. other thing, but yeah, top this five. is sci-fi. sci-fi. <laughs> Say that. Top five sci-fi. Top five sci-fi. Top five sci-fi. Top five sci-fi. Um, <laughs> we apologize. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, okay, and and then I kind of said to you that uh, we could do a whole other list on yeah. animated sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to throw that out there because um, I know there's not about it, but I just want to say it. My number one animated sci-fi movie of all time, The Iron Giant. Oh, oh, yeah. That's got to be my number one. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That uh, no, seriously, I know you don't agree, but I'm telling you, that movie was amazing. That one's awesome. Um, and went largely unnoticed. It didn't really, it wasn't like a spectacular yeah, when, box office. when it had come out. Yeah. But I think that's something that's been appreciated so much more even now. Since. Yeah, since. Yeah. All right, without further ado, I guess let me get into uh, yeah. my list. Just right, so one, one, one on your list. Just we'll one. Go back no, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to go into um, the whole five. All right, so I, I guess number one, and this is so funny because this is not in order, mm-hmm. and, but this one is number one. If I would rank one, it would be this one. Oh, so you're going from your list like top to bottom, or you would almost start with like what you think might be the least on your list. I was, I was. You guys number one. Okay, yeah. no is that sorry, right? Yeah, or, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay, it's fine. I'll, all right. My number one is Imposter. Right? Imposter. Okay. So Imposter came out in 2002, um, and it's with the world famous Gary Sinise. Right, everybody knows him from uh, with Lieutenant uh, Dan. Yep. from uh, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also was in Apollo Thirteen, right? Yeah, uh, and he did uh, CSI New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable face, like you, you would say notable face. Anything he comes him, up, know. and you're like, oh, he's that guy. Oh, that guy. If, even if you didn't know his name, it's true. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, and and it's so funny because most of the time he is that guy because yeah. it's an unconventional name, you know, Sinise. So yeah, uh, yeah. So Imposter came out in 2002. And real quick, I'll just say what the uh, what the premise of the movie was. So so pretty much, the premise of the movie is he's like uh, he's like an arm not an arms dealer but an arms manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So he creates weapons for the government, um, and uh, basically he gets um, like arrested and charged, and they're like, hey, um, we think you're an imposter. Mm-hmm. We don't believe that you're actually. Uh, the character that he plays is let me see what's his name on this thing. Yeah, can't remember who he plays. I, I forgot his name on. Uh, yeah, I forgot his name on it. But anyway, there's an alien race called the Alpha Centauri, uh, which now I'm realizing uh, was probably stolen by Marvel. To- <laughs> <laughs> it feels like uh, they feels heard like it. Like I've heard this before, you know. <laughs> uh, kind of like what Hunger Games did to Ender's Game, mm-hmm. but we won't even go into that. Um. Uh, no, but um, basically, there's an alien uh, race called the Alpha Centauri, mm-hmm. and uh, the humans are basically been at war with these with this alien race. Mm-hmm. And this guy's working; he's doing good work. He's basically um, creating these type of weapons to fight against this alien race. Mm-hmm. They believe, though, that he isn't actually uh, the main character, the protagonist. That he's actually the person. Uh, the person has been either captured or killed, mm-hmm. and this guy is an imposter. So they believe that the aliens have found a way to take uh, people and to actually um, create replicas of them and full replicas like tissue, organs, and even memories. Uh So they feel like they take these memories from the actual person and transplant them into 
the replica. And so the replica has no idea that they are indeed a replica and they aren't the real person. So this person is integrated into real life. They're put back in. Um, His own wife, his own family would not know that he's an alien imposter. Yeah. So uh, he's got lip, he bleeds, he's got real tissue, everything. Um, so these alien race, they put something called a U-bomb inside of you, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, whatever times powerful of uh, actual atomic bomb or yeah. nuclear bomb explosion. And the bomb wouldn't actually activate until they were um, close to uh, the person, their target. Huh. So I guess he was, like I said, he's a top-notch def- um, weapons arms uh, creator, defender, uh, seller. And so he had to meet with the chancellor, who I guess in that day would be president of some sort. Um, okay, this takes place in 2097, which is crazy because um, movie movie takes place not too far from now. Yeah, yeah. It's I like, mean, no, we'll, we'll be alive by then. I mean, God willing. But yeah, like, I'm time just saying, wise. time-wise, if you really consider it. Um, but anyway, um, so... Uh, yeah, so the movie takes place then, and so they believe him to be this guy, and so they, they capture him to question him, and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm me. I'm not, in, like, you know me. like, And so he panders to, like, the people that he knows, and he's like, hey, you know me. Like, I, I've worked alongside you for this many years. Like, yeah. I know your daughter's name. How could I be an alien? I know your middle name, and I know your daughter's name, and I know, like, it's... So it, throughout the movie, like, as the audience, we're, we don't even know. We don't even we're know. We're trying to, wow. And this is what oh. makes the movie so good. Like, really, the premise of the movie... Think about it. I really think... It's based off a novel, a novel, mm-hmm. and most good movies... <laughs> Most good movies are, yeah, where someone yeah. wrote this awesome story, and they're like, wow, we should make that into a movie. That's how most movies really are done. But it's based off of the novel, and um, I think that that premise is what was stolen for uh, Marvel, The Scroll Invasion. Really? And, oh, yeah. Like, I think they, they straight up copied. Like, that's straight up <laughs> you copied. You out here accusing a lot uh, of people. Well, a lot of well, <laughs> Let me take a step back. I apologize, Marvel. Um, you know, because I'm just saying I don't want to get like, I don't want to get in trouble or anything. You know, this is just purely my opinion. You know, I'm not trying. GMP yeah. say the disclaimer. GMP in, uh, no, GMP way in no way endorses, endorses these statements. Um, <laughs> these are or completely condones, yeah, or condones the actions taken by the independent that is the Design Warrior. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, because. Um, I think the whole scroll invasion, that whole thing, um, <laughs> that thing was just jacked straight up from that book because basically it's the same thing. These guys are alien race that's come and infiltrated the earth and they've been trans- they've been taking prominent figures, right? Yeah. And they're basically, they got a kill list where they're, these guys will only explode around their target. Mm. So they wouldn't even know who they are. And, and that's my number one. And it's my number one because of when it came out, 2002. Yeah, I'm not gonna give away what I was doing in 2002 because <laughs> yeah, you might have to give you know, it definitely but... say my age, but but no, seriously, um, it's just it's just a dope movie and it stands the test of time. Like if you watch that movie now, you would still be like, yo, this movie is crazy. And I'm not even gonna give away like what happens because the whole movie you're finding you're trying to find out like, yo, this guy isn't the killer. Like this guy is he can't be. Or is he? Or yeah, is he not? He like, little, yeah, I don't, yeah, that 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 seems like a fun ride, and I think uh, that kind of lends itself to the fact that we were talking about even before this podcast started the blending of genres. Yeah, where now you have a sci-fi mystery or sci-fi yeah, suspense, exactly. as opposed to other types of uh, yeah. sci-fi movies. So that that's actually really Imposter. cool. Imposter, yeah, came out in two thousand and two. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. That's awesome. So, all right, well, you started off strong, <laughs> and honestly, before we started this, I actually didn't 
have a honorable mentions list. Oh, so shoot. you inspired me to actually okay. make one. Okay, so great. I was listening to everything you were saying, but it, well, at the same time, it it's going to be everything on my list. Yeah, honorable <laughs> mentions. Payback. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know right I, off the bat. I, honorab- <laughs> I honorably mention you. Yeah, yeah. Honorably mention that your list sucks. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not that facetious. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, my- <laughs> I should have. Right? I should have the yeah. foresight to do that. No, my honorable mentions are uh, a couple movies that um, they're great, and honestly, they could have made it into my list. But part of what. Um, Part of what makes my list, and uh, we were discussing before, are movies yeah. uh, that have a certain level of significance to us on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, certain movies I grew up with, some movies I, I, I found later in life, not too late in life, not too recently, but maybe in my teens. But I really consider things that I discovered before my teen years to be things that have a real you know, uh, personal effect on me and that they kind yeah. of uh, lent to the person I became. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in so many ways, not like, okay, all my life lessons from these movies, but you know, I always remember them and I always yeah. enjoy them and, and it's something that's rooted in my past that I can watch and brings me back. Yeah. I also take into consideration rewatchability. Because there are oh, some that's important. there are some brilliant movies, but I'm not gonna sit there and watch them over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, they could be epic, but part of the epicness is uh, the element of surprise or certain things that you don't know the outcome, so that makes it yeah. that much cooler as you yeah, go on. That's true. So my honorable mentions for movies, and, and one of these might have made it into my top five, and who knows, by the end I might I might end up, but this yeah. is the, the, the top are one of my honorable say, mentions. I already know, like, people are going to say, like, well, how could you leave this movie? I, I already know that that's what's going to happen, but go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, um, the 1997 classic, The Fifth Element. Ah, oh, the fifth element. That yes. was a good one. Yeah, so I, I um that one's an honorable mention. Yeah. And just real quick for those of you guys who might not have seen the fifth element, uh, I'm using IMDb as the basis of my um synopsis for anything. So, you know, I just love the descriptions for movies that are pretty vague, but also give you a little He's lying, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He is a nerd. <laughs> it's coming straight from his mind. <laughs> off the dome. It's straight off the no. top of the dome. It's uh <laughs> yeah right <laughs> in the colorful future a cab driver unwittingly becomes the central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep evil and mr zorg at bay that doesn't really tell you much yeah, yeah. but uh That's when you watch the movie you yeah yeah it's like it's it's really when you i mean so many things came from that movie so many things uh, were inspired from that movie yeah. i mean costumes to this day mind you this movie came out in 1997 yeah. that's a good you know that's 20 years now we're wow. coming on the 20 year anniversary um, but I mean, not getting deep into that cause that's not actually my, on my list. Mm-hmm. It's just my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Next one on my honorable mentions is minority report. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. That's a good mention. I, I thought about putting that on my yeah. uh, um, honorable mention as well, but there was so much about the movie that I didn't like that. I, I there was, there was a lot. I felt like it could have been such a, it had the potential to be a really, really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it had, uh, I, there were while you know while watching actually premise, I rewatched yeah. it recently but the premise was the awesome premise and of the movie. Yeah, and correct. just so much that it explored it obviously could there were certain things yeah, that they could have done that's better true. yeah but you gotta remember this was something that was like parodied so much too yeah you're uh, right like that whole the motions of yeah, the thing yeah yeah <laughs> I had I, I remember as a kid I, I used to um, you know do it. Even before having seen the movie, like yeah. I just saw, like you know, people would move their hands. You know, around. straight from anime, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I swear, I feel like Minority Report that that whole like him working the computer and moving all the buttons. I swear they jacked that straight from anime. I think that's what gonna is be your signature. Problem, right? Yeah, you're gonna accuse everything. Um, you know, they took that from somebody before, <laughs> yeah, and that's I know true, that's I like, didn't see it before, I didn't, but I, didn't I know that. That, that I'm, I'm so like, and I'm so people can't indignant, have that, right? <laughs> I'm just so angry about it, like. 
I ain't jacked that from anime, you know. I can't you tell know you which one. <laughs> I can't specify. Yeah. But I know it's stolen from something. I tell you what, there's no way they Western came up with media, that. media, yeah. <laughs> Them thieves, no borderline way. thieves. Yeah. Shoot. Minority yeah. Report came it came out in 2002. So, I, I, you know, I mean. Wow, it came out the same year as um, Imposter. Look at that. See, yeah. So, I mean, a lot oh, of, you know. Shoot. Science fiction. Like, early on. Things, yeah. they were, um, there was like a time where so many science fiction things were coming out so much more. Now we're I living mean, in this I superhero renaissance. But together. Yeah. Uh, there's the other one that uh, <laughs> on my list of uh, honorable mentions. Which is actually um, Imposter. Un- no, 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 not okay. Imposter. <laughs> but it's it's another, um, it is another um, Tom Cruise movie. Okay. And that's uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, with, yeah, wow. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one's actually the most recent. Wait, that um, was on my um, honorable mention as well, wasn't it? Edge of Tomorrow? No, I don't remember you mentioning I didn't honorably mention that? No, yeah, that movie, like, Live, Die, Repeat, that movie was... Uh, oh, it was, yeah. I, just, I must have skipped past it. Oh, wow, so we have a... Uh, yeah, right, in both. common mind. Oh, yeah, that movie was great, and, you know, giving props to uh, Tom Cruise again. Who's it like, was a good movie, yeah. yeah. I was actually surprised. It was one of those movies that it came on. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't go see it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, HBO might have been on in the background while I was cleaning. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I think we had a barbecue, something like that. And it just played. <laughs> My goodness, there's just, so many. Yeah. We were in the back. It was a barbecue. Movies we were all fireworks yeah. in the background. Like, <laughs> no, but seriously, I think it was just playing through. And um, and it was like one of those things where everyone's talking. Yeah. And then as the movie starts, everybody, like more, it's just getting quieter and quieter mm-hmm. until everyone sits down and watches the movie. Uh, that's a mark of a good yeah, movie, then. Exactly. Yeah. So we all sat down. We're like, I did not expect that movie to be as good yeah. as it turned out to be. Yeah. yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, it was really, uh, it was a surprise for me, honestly, surprise. because I didn't see it in theaters. Um, I did see it. Uh, uh, one of my sisters wanted to um, just check it out real quick. They were just yeah. looking for, oh, what's something interesting? I'm like, ah, right, well, you know, I hear things about this one. I yeah, saw yeah. reviews that it was decent. Um, but then I watched it and I was like, really like, wow, this, this is, is really great. You know, and you are a risk taker. Yeah, I, I'm not willing to spend my hard earned money on uh, movies that I like. If I gotta tell like by one. Yeah. Well, it was on TV. I watched it. I, oh, it was, it was yeah, on it was TV. On, on demand, oh, oh, I saw. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, I, I didn't go. I didn't see the it. Theater. Theater. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no. no. Sorry it, so I saw it there, and I, mm-hmm. um, I personally for me, there's I feel like there's two plot devices that's very difficult to get right without it being annoying or being inconsistent. Uh, yeah. And that's like magic and and time travel. And time travel. Uh, so uh, time yeah. travel. The way they did time travel in this, I think they was did great. it well. Yeah, yeah, they did it well. So that's why I get the honorable mention in my uh, in my list. Uh, just blowing through them now. Uh, another two uh, are obscure choices, but I don't even know which one to start with, with at this point. But I'm gonna say the time traveler's wife <laughs> because yeah, I gotta yeah pull on some heartstrings there. That's a good movie. At the end of the day, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's sci-fi because you can time travel, and there's some romance to it. And Rachel McAdams was pretty much like these typecast wait, this as is, a wife. Oh, wait, let me see. Uh, basically, this is which one is this one again? The time traveler's wife, where he's able to. Um... Oh, he's the one who. T- oh, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. not the other one. Which uh, one? Okay, no. Uh, being. Uh, oh, oh being... about time. Is that what you're? No, t- I, I'm confusing it with. I was confusing with a different movie. My wife made me watch uh, that. Uh... That movie, The Age of Adeline. Age oh, of, yeah, God. Sorry. No, yeah. no, not that one. Yeah. Goodness, no. No, this is with um, Eric Bana and... Uh, yeah, yeah, and, Eric, uh, Eric Bana. Yeah. Oh, is that how they say his I name? Think, I think that's, that's how it. you say his name. <laughs> Rachel McAdams, and he's this, he does this involuntary time travel because something... He like, can't in control his genes, it or He can't control like it. So, like, this, they have this love story where he basically exists through multiple points in time because it's like he travels to the past or the future and he can't control it. He can't. Yeah. So, it's really weird, but uh, it was really interesting. It was more interesting than I thought, and... Um, 
Yeah, like it ended up being my honorable. Yeah, time travel is pretty cool. But lastly, on yeah. the honorable mentions list is mm-hmm. the Matrix, and the reason I uh, see it wasn't intentional, but then at the same time I thought about I'm like it is a great movie and I have to mention it. Yeah, and it's awesome. Like it's great. I remember when I watched it. I saw it. You know, as a kid, uh, yeah. my one of my uncles uh, put me onto it. Uh, we saw it as a group, as a family, all the cousins, all everybody. Yeah, and it was awesome. But it was also like you know, uh, I guess at the time that I saw it, it was particularly disturbing to me. Okay, okay so okay. which is why it doesn't like if oh, when yeah, i watch it, it it's screwed great. up your mind but right? yeah but when i watch it you know when i watch it now it's awesome great yeah, yeah, but yeah. when i think about how i watched it when i was a kid you can't really shake those little feelings that you might have had as a kid where it's just like it's you know the little thing that yeah. goes in the eye it was yeah, just yeah, oh, it was yeah, too much yeah. for me yeah that was a little rough but uh all in all yeah these are yeah. some those are the honorable the matrix, mentions the matrix was the first the matrix was the first movie where i felt like my imagination was like interpreted in screen like mm-hmm. you know when you're a kid you do all these action sets in yeah. your mind like you you're shooting fake guns oh, and you're yeah. fighting and doing yeah. jumping off the couch and then you're imagining it's a building yeah and all these types of things so it was the first time in my life where i felt like because my imagination is pretty wild like, yeah not just when i was younger and i played with action figures or like when i created my own action set pieces because oh, nice. when i was younger i used to do like this whole like you know i would put the living room i'd move the chairs a certain way yeah i'd put like towels in certain sections and like crazy i'd I'd come up with crazy things and i felt like wow this is how i would imagine fighting to be yeah like but so much better yeah yeah. this is like they really dived because that whole like slow motion float thing exactly that that was so uh, that that dodging bullet scene was so iconic like every kid tried to Tried to mirror that. Yeah, exactly. It's like how low it took limbo to a new level. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. And I mean, it was the first time because I've always watched kung fu movies. Yeah. And it was the first time that I'd seen basically a Western movie or American movie mm-hmm. that actually had like kung fu fighting. Like I was like, this is karate. Like, this is legit. Like you know. And yeah. I, by that time, I'd like to say that I'd seen so many kung fu movies. Yep. My older brothers, that's all we watched. Yeah. It was like Bruce Lee, and not even just Bruce Lee. Like the straight up ones where it was like subtitles on the bottom like we, we used to go to the store and rent back when that was a day when that was a renting day. movies yeah we'd at rent the video movies store at the video store you That's just crazy. love dating yourself at this point <laughs> you date yourself left and right yeah so yeah so um that we used to watch all these type of karate movies yeah you know where the mouth didn't match up yeah oh those uh, are the best ones yeah, exactly and and so it was the first time that i'd seen such a high quality hollywood movie that actually took the kung fu and the seriously fighting. seriously yeah. to next level yeah. stuff because it, it was it was uh, uh within that it was uh partly done in the style of like i mean when you watch later uh yeah. crouching tiger hidden, hidden dragon, dragon where yeah. it's like that that flying effect yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how long they might have been doing that in, yeah, in yeah, asian yeah. cinema but you know to see that kind of effect in a movie like um matrix which matrix, came yeah. out before crouching tiger right Oh, now I can't remember. We're going to yeah. have to fact check that one. We are going to um, have to, but, you know, continue. I feel like yeah. it did, because I feel like The Matrix was 1999. Yeah, I And I so. think Crouching Tiger was 2002 or 2000 and something. Actually, it was 2000. Ooh, Crouching Tiger? Crouching Tiger, was yeah. was 2000. 2000. Wow, look yeah. at that. Right, Matrix yeah. was definitely Matrix 99. is 99, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the first one of your list. The first one of my list, I'm actually starting opposite of you, where I'm going oh, with you're going my, to like, least. Uh, my least. Okay. And that is, yeah, I think people are just going to have problems with our list in I, general. I told you, yeah. But my, li- my, my least right here, but made it to the top five, okay. is Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. The 1997 classic. Yes, how did Starship Troopers beat um, The Fifth Element? I'll <laughs> tell you. That movie is 
fun. That yeah. movie takes unexpectedly serious turns. Yeah. I can't even match up the tone. But how much I love this movie because the idea is you're a starship trooper. Yeah. You're you're out here fighting an inner You're fighting a war. Like yeah. here's the here's the the it's premise the, of the movie. Because yeah. uh, I didn't, I actually didn't see that movie. Yeah. So, so it's humans in a fascist militaristic future do battle with giant alien bugs in a fight for survival. Nice. I mean that is the description of it. Yeah. And obviously we're following you know a, a protagonist there, but they I mean they go from like the training where everyone's mm-hmm. leaving like their respective ports oh, wow. of planet and they're training and then they go out and it's like. It's a military movie, but the enemies oh, wow. are giant alien bugs. It's ridiculous, but yeah. it somehow works so well. It's wow, that I sounds take, like a, uh, Ender's Game. It does it. Uh, it does. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's. I mean, I mean, you'll. Find, I think across the board, you're gonna yeah, find yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, um, similarities between so many of these um, science fiction movies. But mm-hmm. this one, what it does, and and you'll find the theme within my list is that most of my movies are time fun. travel. No, not time uh, travel. No, no, no. They're they're fun. very fun. Like yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think um, there's one or maybe yeah, there's one movie on this that takes more of a serious turn. But I I love the element. What what I really enjoy with sci-fi, mm-hmm. oftentimes is yeah, okay, you can re-explore. So there's so many different takes on it, and there's yeah. blending of of genres. But I love the the sci-fi that makes you yearn for that type of world because this sci-fi that separates sci-fi from fantasy is the possibility yeah. of it existing in our lives. Like we don't know what's going to happen in 100, 200 years where yeah. it's like maybe we do make contact with giant alien bugs and we have to develop <laughs> weapons to go against them and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know mutations in genes like all these these uh, the idea of science fiction yeah. is a possible future yeah. uh, depending on what you subscribe to. So when you look at it from a perspective of like it's it's serious but it's still kind of fun yeah and I could be like oh wow it'd be so cool to do this that's kind of how I measure certain sci-fi movies so that's why Starship Trooper makes it it's not the best movie in the world yeah but it's definitely a super fun movie to watch it's it's actually longer than you would have thought but it's yeah that that's why it makes it to my number five spot okay uh, for my science fiction so you want to go I guess you're going down yeah your list. yeah so well I mean now you've kind of inspired me I wonder if I should maybe do the bottom of my list now <laughs> we started this, all right so you're gonna all work right. your way so, back so up. I guess I'll work my way uh, no I'm just gonna go in every order yeah, yeah. which order whatever um, but yeah <laughs> uh, all right so I would say though if I would choose a bottom this would be the bottom but it still made it and this is what I mean but people are gonna be upset mm-hmm. uh looper looper wow okay people, People really hated that movie, but you know what? With Bruce Willis, right? Bruce and, Willis, uh, yeah. Uh, Joseph, jo- Joseph, Joseph Gordon, Gordon Levitt, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Tom um, Twister name. I know, right? Yeah, the, I think he did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to be just Joseph Gordon. He's yeah, like, I, I gotta have that twist. Yeah, in just there, you know? or Joseph Levitt, just Joseph, Joseph Levitt. No, no, no. I gotta put that in all yeah. three. No, but um, basically, this movie is like, uh, uh, in a future society, time travel exists. But it's only available for those with the means to pay for it on the black market, right? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, um, I guess I'll read the whole thing. When the mob wants to eliminate someone, it sends a target into the past where a hitman known as a looper lies in wait to finish the job, Mm. right? So, basically, that's, I mean, for those of you who didn't see the movie, but um, just the nuance, not just because it's time travel. Yeah. And it's time travel done in an interesting way. It's an interesting take on it. Yeah. But um, this idea that somebody exists... They send you in the past, bam, you blow them up, and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so you're basically a hitman, but it's like, to me, like the easiest hitman in the world because all you're doing is literally just uh, standing there waiting for somebody to appear and you shoot them. You know yeah, what I mean? it's like, <laughs> that's a cushy job. <laughs> that's a cushy job. Uh, but basically, I, I mean, I don't want to, heck, I, I'm wondering if we should give away, I don't want to give away too much of 
Yeah, no, I mean, especially that's a fairly recent yeah, movie, fairly so I wouldn't give that away because right. I especially I didn't even see it. <laughs> okay, um, well, it's one of those movies that if you if you paid to see it, yeah, you might be a little disappointed, mm. but if you saw it for free, you'd be like, you know what, yeah. that wasn't a bad movie. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's one of those movies like you 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 wouldn't be upset for seeing it for free, right? Like, like um. Avatar, you know, The Last Airbender, which is a movie that, you know, we say should never be named, but we name it anyway. That movie, whether you paid to see it or whether someone showed it to you for free, you Mm. were so pissed off that you were upset that you saw it at all because you feel like you can't get that time back. Yeah. You wasted those minutes, those precious minutes of your life that you'll never get back. You'll never get back. So this movie isn't like that. It's it's one of those movies where... um, um, if you saw it for free, you definitely, you definitely probably liked it. Yeah. But um, the premise of the movie was was nice. It was dope. But they kind of threw like a, a like a hook in there, like that was so like it was so different um, in terms of because they're looking for the rainmaker, um, who everybody's talking about. Yo, this rainmaker dude is a bad dude. Um, as a grown man, this is what he's doing. Like he's he's slaying people left and right. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, if we could find him in the past, maybe we can kill him before he becomes mm-hmm. official." Um, and the whole time, you're not sure who the rainmaker is. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of mystery in there, like, "Oh, who's the rainmaker?" or whatever. Uh, and um, I, you know, without getting too far into it, yes, um, please, because I, I plan on it's watching really interesting. That and and I'll just say this one thing: there's a one scene in there that is so dope mm-hmm. and when you watch the movie we'll talk about it more yeah you'll know exactly what i'm talking about when you see it all right, You're like, okay this is the scene that he was talking about all right I'm looking yeah but to so it. looper looper is in the top is i still put it in there although it's not high up there but it's in there it's in the top five wow yeah. that's you know it, it's funny to me because uh because looper had to come out in um uh, that's most that's very that's, that's probably very the most recent, recent. yeah on this list, uh, no, but it was just such a. You know what? And I could be putting it. I could be putting 2012, it in, 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, I could be putting it in there because it's one of those movies that surprises you. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. I wasn't expecting anything. Ah, yeah, and, and it was just a shock that this is this is kind of good. Like this was a good movie. So, um, and now I'm upset because I'm thinking about something else that probably should have took its place, mm-hmm. but I guess it's too late. So. Yeah, you're and you all give the whole description. It's like as much as I like that, you know, it falls into honorable mentions. This is where that no, it's, yeah, it's on the list yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, you got pushed to sixth place because now my real number five. <laughs> well, all right. So I'm well. Since I started with number five, I'm gonna go into number four here. Okay, yeah, yeah. And while it did not get an honorable mention from you, even though its predecessor <laughs> did, I my number four. So I'm going from five four. Got to be that Terminator Two. Definitely. I think Terminator Two. This is the only sequel that I have on my list, but Terminator Two was better than the first. It's one. definitely better to than me, the first yeah. one, but. Uh, obviously, the first one was great. I mean, the Terminator yeah. series as a concept, how what it's inspired, what it's, I mean, it is the basis for you know a lot of yeah. the paranoia towards the machines, yeah, and rightly yeah. so because yeah. that is the first real depiction I think of um, you know robots being so damaging towards humanity. Yeah, I mean, you can argue that you know the iRobots and the uh, you know other there's yeah, obviously yeah. But other all of that fiction, borrow, but I think from well Isaac Asimov wrote the iRobot story like early on, so mm-hmm. that was before okay. that, that was before Terminator came out. But even so, oh, like yeah, you did tell me that I yeah. remember you told me that Terminator though is um like you it, just to see the scale because iRobot like even you use the movie as a basis uh, yeah. the um iRobot they didn't get too far into the collapse of humanity no uh, I don't know how far they might get into the it book but it was really just like at the cusp of it happening yeah, and it was the threat and then they yeah. were able to kind of fight against yeah. that type of thing but when it came to Terminator it, it, it exists like they're living in the past 
knowing that there's a future where the machines take over. Yeah, exactly. And whatever the end result is, like, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen an installment, even the later ones that we prefer not to mention, where um, I don't even see that they, they ever show that there is some sort of resolution to that. So as we get further yeah. along now in the, in the actual time that we live in, yeah. um, to see, because this movie, this movie came out a while ago. Um, yeah. Like, you know, no, so the first one had to come out what? Uh, 84. 84, that's what so I was So this one, yeah. this one came out, uh, the Terminator 2 came out in 91. Yeah. And we're living in 2017. Mm-hmm. So the idea that um, we're getting more and more dependent on technology, I mean, it's not a far cry that someplace like Google exactly. or Apple would become the next Skynet. Skynet, yeah, it's you know? true. So when you're, when you're dealing with that, I mean, I, I'm going to read the um, uh, Terminator 2 uh, uh, synopsis, synopsis here. Or actually, mm-hmm. no, just the description of it. Uh, a cyborg, identical to the one who failed to kill Sarah Connor, must now protect her 10-year-old son. He's 10? 10-year-old son John Connor from a more advanced cyborg. I, I, I think John Connor had a beard in that movie. If I, I, <laughs> he had a job. He had a grown man. No, no. he was, But he absolutely had to be a teenager. I mean, that's weird. But that aside, yeah, uh, I hope he wasn't playing 10. But, okay, so, you know, obviously it leads off from the first one because we could say all these concepts were explored in the first I. one. I.E., uh, we wanted to get Schwarzenegger back because we yeah. killed him in the first well, one. We needed an identical hey, one, yeah. you know. And yeah. even that was a great save because Still. you had it was a model of the um, it was a model for that robot. I mean, yeah. for that cyborg. But what sets it apart from the rest, uh, including the first one, is I mean, the effects hold up to this oh, day. When yeah. you see the T one thousand versus the, even the T eight hundred, looks and he great. Killed that role. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely it's, killed that Everything role. was. I mean, everything that you can reference from that. I mean, Sarah Connor being one of the most iconic female True. badass action heroes. Yep. Um, when that didn't exist, like, what did she draw off of? Because really, like, I mean, other than I think if you go from aliens and like, yeah, you know, that, like a, with Sigourney you're Weaver right. as yeah, Ripley, you're right, you're but right. even, I mean, the scarcity of it because we can probably list all of the badass female action, you know, yeah. roles that but have she, happened. She throughout, killed that you know, role. Yeah, she, she wasn't just a role. helpless damsel in distress. Absolutely not. And yeah. she and I think what was great with her is that transition you see from exactly. the first movie to the second movie, exactly, where she's like she became a soldier because she had to. Exactly, she became what she had to be for her son. Uh, taught him what he she taught him and you know learned from multiple like after yeah. she you, she sets off on a journey you see at the end of the first one she sets off on a journey it's like okay we get it yeah and then where she is afterwards where she you know knowing this information you would imagine would mess with you and she's in an asylum when we see her next in the exactly. second movie and it's just I mean it ties all these things together it's a perfect co- continuation from the first movie story yeah. and you know it takes place what ten years later I mean yeah. well, uh, supposedly if he's ten years old or uh, more I'm thinking it's more the guy had a full beard. <laughs> He's paying child support. They're but, talking about, talking about, <laughs> he got two kids himself. We're talking about he's 10 kids, years old. 10 years but, old. But, uh, you know, all in all, it, it really, uh, you know, that's why it, it definitely makes it on the list as one of the, I mean, it, just a great movie. Probably one of the yeah. best sequels of, of movies because usually sequels yeah. dip down in, in, in quality. Yeah. But it's definitely, it would make it, if we did a list of top five sequels, it'd it probably make it into my list of yeah. that as well. So, yeah, uh, back to the, I mean, <laughs> back to the, uh, Terminator 2 back is my number four. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me see. I would jump into, let's see here. Terminator 2 is my number four. That's why. <laughs> All right, so I guess my next movie is going to be The Matrix, which you just crapped on. Honorably mentioned, yeah. Yeah, honorably <laughs> mentioned. No, no, The Matrix, uh, and we won't get too much into this one because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into this one because we kind of went over The Matrix a little bit when yeah. we honorably mentioned it. But The Matrix, for what it did, the graphics, uh stylized um the fight scenes uh felt like you were watching anime but it was a movie you know and yeah. it definitely was like a karate movie slash action movie all into yep. one it was the first like i said 
first time that I could. Re- oh, you know that's not true. And now I'm remembering. It's it's calling back to me. The first movie of its kind that was Matrix esque, mm-hmm. if I could say so was myself. Say so myself. Equilibrium. Mm. That has to go on the honorable mention if I could. Equilibrium came out before the Matrix, and it actually was Christian Bale uh, and. Oh, man, who was the other guy in that movie? I, I know Christian Bale was the lead in that movie. Christian Bale was basically Neo before Neo. Equilibrium came out after. Oh, it came Matrix. out after? Yeah. No, no, it did? 2002. Oh, it came out well after. So it was it was actually inspired then so by then Matrix. So then it was inspired by The Matrix. Mm-hmm. I think IMD, IMDb got that wrong. Probably. I'm telling you. No, seriously. Maybe really? I, I might be bugging two then. Year, no, well, almost three years because it's... Um, no, 99. two years. Two years, yeah. Christian well, Bale, yeah. Yeah, so. Christian Bale was the lead. I remember... So I could have got that wrong then because I remember that they, they when it came out, it was so close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to get released and it got pushed back. I don't know what the story is with that. Possibly, because I'm um, also looking on Wikipedia here, and it says that the budget was $20 million and the box office was $5.3 million. No, it, it did poor. Okay. It did absolutely dreadful in, in theaters. And I think it was because had it came out maybe before The Matrix, I, I don't remember what my reasoning was, but I remember had it come out before The Matrix, mm-hmm. or if Matrix never existed... This probably would have been that movie. Yeah, Christian Bale and Tail Diggs. Yeah, Tay Diggs. That's who it was. I was trying to remember. You know, I can't believe I forgot Tay Diggs. He's the black guy in every movie. I mean, he's the second black. He's the second. Sorry, no, he's the second tier black guy. Oh yeah. No, because the first tier is always Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah. Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, Denzel Washington, Will Smith. No, no, no. Denzel Washington and Will Smith are 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 movie star. I thought we were talking about like supporting actors. No, no, no. I'm not just talking about Morgan supporting. Fre- Morgan Freeman I, I, I and Sam. Like when I say tier, I mean like the the black guy who's gonna be in every movie. Uh huh. Um, not always. I mean, leading yes, but also su- supporting. I guess well, hardly now supporting. But because I feel like Samuel L. Jackson and Morgan Freeman are in every movie because they're always supporting characters. If you notice, like, what was the last? What was the last Samuel L. Jackson movie you saw, or the last uh, yeah, Morgan right. Freeman movie you saw? Whereas yeah, Denzel, true. Denzel and Will Smith, they're not actually in okay. that many. Things All right, so then in that, that case, yeah. they would be the top tier supporting. supporting yeah, and Tay Diggs is the second tier supporting, supporting yeah. along with Morris Chestnut. Oh yeah. dang! So does Tadex become the third tier? Well, because Morris Chestnut, because Morris, Ch- Morris Chestnut gets extra points because he stars in like a lot of black movies. Yeah, okay. Tay so, Diggs, I don't know if he's like shoot. the lead in those. So Tay Diggs, I don't know. I guess he's third. Dang man! Even the even the supporting, he gets like third tier. Oh he man! Gets supported yeah, we're laughing at him. He's making a lot more money than we are. Man, absolutely, definitely. <laughs> hey, I'd be fifth tier if it meant that you know yeah, I could get half of I'd this money. I'd be the straight yeah. the DVD movie if it meant that I could get that money. You know, yeah, man. No, no but tough. okay, yeah. So Equilibrium was one of those movies. It was weird because it it was like similar type. You yeah. know, a pop, it was just anyway. So Matrix to me is is definitely goes up there because of what it did. Yeah. Um, awesome fight scenes, Western, um, you know, type perspective on yeah the the, yeah. the more Asian culture of exactly, the, and which I think is really, I mean, that's what's really cool about Matrix uh, that they were able to incorporate that into a sci-fi motif because we're talking exactly. sci-fi, sci-fi, and is it, what they, I'm they, they yeah. could have just made you know um, they could have made a kung fu their own kung fu that, movie. Like you know how bad I words. wanted to like like pop in like mm-hmm. i swear I, I i took my sony uh walkman and put a cd in 
and I put headphones on and pretended like I was learning kung fu. I was like, <laughs> like how bad I wanted to yeah. do that. Like, oh my yo, gosh. I want to be able to be just... jacked in to download information and yeah. skill sets. Can you and, imagine? And Keanu Reeves, I mean, you know, people say what they will about him. People, some people hate him, some people love him. But that, you know, his, when he his delivery of lines become iconic, no matter what, it, good or bad. It's like, I know kung fu. I know kung fu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, 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 and the great, you know, um, you know, Mr. Fishburne himself. You yeah, know what I mean? I got to give him that credit because he's, he's the man. I love this guy and everything. Yeah. In fact, he's in my fan casting for uh, if they ever do an animated um uh, DC Milestone Dakotaverse. I oh, want him to okay. play the voice of Icon. Yeah, that's that's my. Fantastic. Oh yeah, wow. I think that'd be yeah, great because yeah. his he voice would, he would, would be do great as Icon. Absolutely, I think that would be great yeah. to have. Uh, and and this guy talk about like this guy the dexterity in acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does comedy with the uh, uh, blackish. Yes. I mean, he can do comedy if you want. He's serious. He like, could be um, a, a boys sensei in the hood, guru, right? Boys yeah, in or the boys hood. in the hood. Yeah. I mean, come on, this guy's dexterity in acting is unbelievable. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I mean, Matrix is definitely up there. That's gonna be Matrix. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, all right, then I'll jump into my number three, and my number three. Uh, should I guess some people can say it should have been higher on the list because if it's not on your list, then you're a crazy person because it's Back to the Future, Back the 1985 future. classic. I'm going to lead yeah. with everything as a classic because, yes. The 1985 classic where they went to 20, what did they go 2015. to? 2015. Yes. So we passed the time oh, of the future. Shoot. But actually, let, that that, that, let that sit there. That was in Back to the Future 2, though. Okay, so I'm yeah. just talking Back okay. to the Future where he well, literally yeah. went to 1955, the oh, years okay. in the past. Okay, yeah, yeah. And where Back to the Future kind of blended, he ended up going to, you know, Future and Past. But yeah. Back to the Future, the reason why that one for me, uh, even more so than the second one, while the second one did have the cooler DeLorean, I, just the idea that oh, you Lord. accidentally get stuck in the past and it's like you're seeing your parents grow up, you're seeing oh, all these different so things, weird. and you have to enact, because, you know, time travel, you set the rules for time travel every time you tell a time travel story. You don't, true. You can borrow from different things, but the reality exists in your time, mm-hmm. because the fact that even that picture, the picture of him slowly fading away, that... Yeah, that whole premise, right? That's, that's that was dope. cool. Yeah, like that's yeah, the yeah. clock. That's the barometer for whether or not he's successful in what he's doing and maintaining the yeah. timeline the yeah. way that he might have been affected. And that is the basis for a lot of people uh, of what their um, uh, ideas of what time, of travel, what, what tra- yeah. time travel is, what the and rules or parameters of time exactly. travel actually is. Yeah. So I think that 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 movie, I mean, it's awesome. Just you know, IMDb. Obviously, I always love reading these little descriptions because sometimes they're way off. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, they give a good idea. So, okay, Marty McFly, a 17-year-old high school student, is accidentally sent 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean. Oh, what? high school student? Huh? He is a uh, 17-year-old high school student. He got left back? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is a, is a 17-year-old. High this guy is like 45 <laughs> playing, playing a 17-year-old. Yeah. Michael J. Fox could still play uh, a teenager. Yeah, he could. He's got such <laughs> a youthful yeah. face. Yeah, but uh, uh, 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean invented by his close friend, the maverick scientist Doc Brown. And, you know, big ups to Christopher Lloyd, who has just been like, Lloyd. he's yeah. such an awesome person. Like, you know, he is such a part of my childhood. Like, even from things with, uh, you got uh, Clue, which didn't do too well, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. And uh, Angels in the Outfield, I love the Angels that. in the Outfield. You know what I mean? That's like, with, uh, that's got to be every, that's got to yeah. be on everyone's list, right? man. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in that too. There he, you go. He's in everything. Tear Jerker. It's uh, yeah. inspirational. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah. you know, I, you know that movie is still classic to this day. You had a whole event in 2015 for that franchise. Because, I, I mean, I have the... Uh, 
the three movies, um, you know, collector's edition for the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. But when you go back to that first movie, that really, because the second movie, as great as it is, is, is just a retelling of the first. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, oh, hey, we got to travel again because yeah, they didn't yeah, yeah. have to travel. No. Like if they just let well enough alone, yeah. they, there was no reason for them to go in the future if you really dissect it. But the yeah. first one, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. The Libyans attacked. I mean, what else could you have done? He ended up flooring the DeLorean and he went back in the past by accident. And what? Yeah. how can you power that? Yeah. You need plutonium or a bolt of lightning. It was this intense it was a thrill ride was he gonna make it was he not it was just yeah. awesome i loved it i loved it and i still love it to this day so that is why it makes it on my number three and and you know you would think it'd be higher up but you know i'll get into my other ones next yeah. and why they're a bit higher all right so i know that's your number three is that what rick and morty is based off of um i feel like that's basically I think what... rick and morty obviously takes a huge aesthetic you know inspiration from like, that but yeah. rick and morty makes so many references to so many different things yeah, you know what i mean and it's 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 very far gone from that because oh, yeah. their characters are not the same no, but just the idea but it feels like that yeah. the and character design borrowed heavily from that character design and yeah and, and even the the shenanigans they get into is yeah, even yeah, more yeah. than just time travel you're yeah. dealing with like you know <laughs> intergalactic yeah, yeah. it's one of those shows that I, yeah it's yeah. one of those shows i never really got on yeah. um and i just kept hearing people talk about it more and more about y'all rick and morty rick and morty and um i'm not really one for the crude humor type yeah. thing um but i i just tried one of the episodes and i just was like this show is just so stupid yeah, yeah. you just have to watch it it's just yeah. so stupid you just yeah and it's to. on its third season now too so i mean it's, i guess it's doing well up. right yeah. yeah all right so um yeah, I just kind of wanted to, because I realized that when you said Back to the Future, I'm Back like, yeah, that, that does borrow heavily from Adding me. more to all the things that it's inspired. <laughs> all right, so uh, my next movie is going to be RoboCop. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, RoboCop. And I know exactly what you're thinking. Ah, they put RoboCop, but you don't put Terminator. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, hey, you nah, know, just them. the idea that, okay, the... Um, you know that a corporation owns the police department i mean cap- wow. the the capitalists you know and then it's, i just feel like you talk about a, a a movie that is relevant then and it's still relevant now you mm-hmm. know what i mean um it, it's just it's just it's just a dope idea it's, it's a dope idea it's a dope premise you're talking about a guy who's a, basically what he's not really a cyborg really because at this point he technically is still he is a, cyborg. a cyborg. No matter right? how much organic material you have with the cyborg, they are still technically There's cyborgs. Because techni- all that was left was pretty much his his hand yeah, and yeah, his yeah. face. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but in the end, but they also maintained his mind to an extent where the, he had the skill set to be a, a a police officer. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you because know, um, he still had he was still like kind of fighting with memories as yeah. you know, time was going on. So, and um, I guess there might be people in our you know our podcast uh, fan or people out there in our audience who may not have uh, known what re- seen a RoboCop or so I'll just kind of read it briefly uh, in a violent near apocalyptic Detroit gotta be Detroit right yeah. Evil Corporation, Omni <laughs> Evil Corporation. Oh. Yeah, that, I love descriptions, especially from that time, because you know that was like the, back in the eighties. Oh, yeah. Evil was Corporation, like... Omni Consumer Products wins a contract from the city government to privatize the police force to test their crime eradicating cyborgs. The company leads street cop Alex Murphy into an armed confrontation with crime lord Bodiker. <laughs> So they can use his body to support their untested RoboCop prototype. But when RoboCop learns of the company's nefarious plans, he turns on his masters. Wow. Yeah. See, that's, that's your kill number the ma- kill, kill the masters. <laughs> I'm sorry that that brought back Daenerys Stormborn yeah. when it said turns on his masters. Kill yeah, the masters. That's true. 
Oh, uh, yeah, no, no more Game yeah, of Thrones. No anyway, but yeah. Moment of silence. <laughs> right, for, for... Pour some out for one's homie. <laughs> <laughs> pour, some out. pour some out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Sorry, yeah. No, oh, uh, yeah, so... um. Yeah, so RoboCop because of that Ed two hundred nine. Who who can't? Who I mean, everybody remembers Ed two hundred nine. I mean that little stop motion, um, stop motion making it into a movie. Terminator used stop motion too, right? That ending scene with uh, the first one. Uh, yeah, the first one, the ending scene when you where it was, was a burnt. full skeleton. That full, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the stop motion being used in cinema and them doing a great job at it. Um, I mean the tearjerker, him remembering who he was. I, that movie's just so the way so, he got lit up in the very beginning, he got yeah. blown to bits. My goodness! And so that's what I'm saying. Like you, and I don't want to get okay. I won't go into that because I don't know who listens or watches what in right. in the media world. So I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. But um, you talk about like Attack on Titan before Attack on Titan or Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like this character? Blam! He's dead. <laughs> First couple of minutes of the of the you know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're like, wait. Did they just kill the main character? For that time, it's pushing the envelope. It's and then you're talking the about you're talking about a movie that it wasn't based on in a, a novel, Mm-mm. which so rarely ever happens. I feel like that time was like the most creative. When did it come out? RoboCop came out in the eighties, right? Yeah, nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. You're talking about. I think the eighties was like the most creative. I'm telling you, um, hip hop was born what seventy something. So I yeah. don't know. So maybe seventies and eighties, but yeah. But I'm just saying, like, that that generation of people to come up with a, a concept such, futuristic concept such as that, Robo, I mean, Robocop, it's not based off a novel or adaptation of anything. It's just an original movie concept idea. And when you look at the behind the scenes of how they built the structure of Robocop and how they went around, and uh, 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 I forgot the main, what's the main, uh, who's the main in that? Uh, oh, uh, what's his name again? The uh, guy Peter who plays Weller? Alex uh, Murphy. Uh, Peter Weller. Peter, Peter Weller. Weller. That's the yeah, so Peter Weller um, took mime courses to actually mm. learn to like you oh, know wow. move robotically, and that, I wow. mean that whole delivery was so believable. Yeah, like you truly, but like honestly, it's one of those movies you watch yeah. and you're just like, wow, like you believe that he's a robot. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the way he was moving, the way he even like would turn a corner, he'd turn his head first, and then the body would go after. It. Like yeah. I mean, like, that, that's, <laughs> that's so cool, yeah. sick. Yeah, I mean, really he cool. had no premise to kind of take that from. He yeah. just took that. Um, and he just made it his own, and I think that, you know, that was just that was dope, man. I w- it was a dope job, a dope movie. It really yeah. was, yeah. Dope sci-fi movie, definitely. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, uh, I think uh, something to be said about that time, uh, just to your point about yeah. like it being such a creative time. Um, I would say the fact that anytime you had to deal with um, practical effects. Yeah, exactly. So you know that I mean that that was really cool. No, I mean that, I'm telling you, like if you can take some time to actually look at like some of the behind the scenes of how they made some of the prosthetics and yeah. how they went about like sculpting some of this stuff. It's truly amazing, amazing, amazing work. Yeah. Uh, I actually pre-ordered Ed 209. He's going to be coming to my house soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 I'm in a, what I'm scale? A, uh, he's, he's on a one twelve scale because mm-hmm. so, so it works with Robocop, but he obviously he's, he's taller than Robocop. So, uh, so he's probably 14 inches mm, okay. so that he towers over yeah, Robocop. Yeah. Um, or is it 12 inches maybe? I think it's 12 inches. I don't, uh, I don't remember. But basically, he's, he'll be taller than my Robocop. Well, yeah, post Well, post, make sure you post a pic of that pic because yeah, I want to Which means you got to follow me at TDW Productions. Uh, yes. <laughs> as on... well as uh, The Design Warrior on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good. Shameless that was a good plug. segue. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> 
Um, so I guess I go into, wait, was that your number two or number? Cause you started before me. Well, well, it's weird because cause um, your next one's your last one. I'm actually, yeah, I feel really bad cause yours was like so organized and I'm just all over the place. No, it's cool because Impostor was number one. Looper was number five. Um, Matrix was number four. Robocop was, am I messing this up? Number three. So your number next three. one, your number two is your last one. Because you did number one already. You did number one and number yeah, one. Yeah, so my number two would be my last one. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, all right, so I'm, yeah. I'm up to my number two. Just trying to keep track. So my number two is Independence Day. Ah, uh, that's a good one. All that right. is actually a real good So one. Independence Day, the 1996 classic. <laughs> classic. No. Are you saying that because it was my honorable mention? Yeah, yeah, partially. That's why the emphasis I'm was just, there. Too much Will Smith, man. Too be- much. Oh, God. First of all. Too much Will Smith. That is, that's like what? I don't know why. I feel like I'm ready for someone else now. Who? I don't know who that guy is gonna be yet. But I feel like Will Smith. I mean, and, you know, kind of getting on this. I mean, don't hate the player, hate the game. I know, but but he he doesn't. If, he's not in so much stuff. Like I feel like in the end, like he he's had a lot of his flops are counted to him as his flops. Yeah. But in terms of like uh, classic or like the things that are great. You, you know, you got to give them what, no, what, no, what's great. Because even like, you know, uh, his... Per- Independence Day was, was great. Was uh, yeah, because that's 96. That's peak Will Smith. That's before Will oh, Smith yeah. was Will Smith. That's too. when he was like, all right, Fresh Prince, peace. Yeah. I'm about to make a movie career. Like he was doing yeah. a couple things and that he had a string of successes. But Independence oh, yeah. Day was like, really? That's the that 90s. Huge. Yeah, That was, that was before Will Smith did, you know, Wow Wow West. Before Will Smith did uh, yeah. I Am Legend. Before he was dead shot. Before, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. things is like, what, do you, what is you doing, yeah, Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, before yeah. Seven Pounds. Before pursuit of happiness before well pursuit uh, of happiness was a, oh yeah no yeah no these are the, yeah, some yeah. of some of the ones i'm listing are not bad movies yeah. but it's just like that was before was in your face will smith yeah 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 before uh what this was thing when, with jaden smith the world oh, thing oh or, uh 13 no no, 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 no. uh oh man i know what you're, after know what you're, extinction after earth, after after earth. earth. okay there yeah, you go nice. after earth all i needed was you to say that that first, that word, first after word. Earth, that's so what it was, yeah Independence Day, the yep. aliens are coming, and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive. Can I can I just say, <laughs> even though that's just the description on IMDb, um, it's the will to the survive. Will to survive. The will Smith to survive. No, that this is Will Smith <laughs> at his best. Uh, you have Jeff Goldblum, who is always a pleasure to see on screen. Yeah, Jeff I just Goldblum is his fantastic. his nuance. He like Jeff Goldblum is a character. He does, you know what those, I mean? Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. awesome. His performances in anything, whether it be the fly, whether it be whatever, yeah. he's just awesome. But and side note, um, if I could, hmm. um. The fact that he's going to be in Thor, I can't wait to see him. Oh, uh, yeah. Ragnarok. He's just going to bring a lot of class. That's going to add to it. I just yeah, he's like, going he, to class up the joint. Yeah. I love this guy. And, you know, uh, Independence Day, I mean, obviously you have some heavy hitters in this movie. It's great. But at the same I mean, the things that you come away with with that movie, the idea, because, uh, like I said, uh, sci fi uh, and fantasy, period, yeah. it's all in an attempt to allow us to kind of explore the ideas of being more than ourselves, which yeah. is why I think that superhero movies right now are doing so well. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, but once they start to detach themselves from that, the ones that do the worst are the ones that don't give us that feeling. Yeah. The ones that make us go, like, oh, okay, well, this yeah. is just, I guess, this story yeah. about whatever. But, like, when people want 
something that takes them out of their present situation and transcends them that they can almost live vicariously through certain characters. And while there's a catastrophe going on in Independence Day, yeah. the thing you take away from is mankind's will. I mean, that speech alone. Yeah. Oh, where, you like, already know. Ma- yeah, I knew you were going to get into that speech. So it, it's, speech. it's insane. Today, we celebrate yeah. our Independence we will, Day. We will not go quietly into, into the, the night. night. It's yeah, like yeah. you have this thing where there's inspiration in it. There's so much heart in it. They're fighting aliens. The aliens are creepy. The design of the aliens were yeah. great. Uh, you had no matter your were, race, you can get behind. There's even a part yeah. in this movie that basically spells out what world peace would look like, where exactly. everyone's fighting against this common enemy that's exactly. invaded all over the world. Exactly. The scale of this invasion. I mean, I use Independence Day as the basis of what I talk about: hypothetical alien invasions yeah. and what that would look like. There's a lot of different movies that explore that. More recently, some might be even arguably more accurate of how it would go down. Yeah. But for me, this still showcases like we have a we have an option. We're going up against it. We're getting the government perspective of it. Yeah. We're getting the fight, like, you know, the, thing, civilian, perspective. the civilian perspective. People yeah. weren't prepared for it. What yeah. could be done? Yeah. And yeah, you can so poke some holes. Yeah. You can poke some holes in it where it's like, okay, how do you get a Windows, uh, you know, uh, 98 or whatever uh, operating yeah. system to give a virus to alien technology? Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, though. Whatever. Like, it's also super fun, adventurous. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you on a journey. When they fly out into space, I mean, just the, if you have not seen the movie, you really need to make it a point to see the movie. But when, this is well, the one I think you haven't seen. It, Honestly, shame on you. I mean, go, go yeah, you've had over 20 years. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's just, you know, it's a cop out to just say something is great, yeah. but it is actually great. You yeah, know, great it, it transcends even just good and it holds up to this day. It does hold up. It holds up so well. It's something that you look at it, and the parts that are serious are serious. Yeah. The parts that are funny are funny. Yeah. You know, it hits the mark on pretty much everything that it does. You have so many different great things coming together. It's just, it's a great, it's a great piece, and it, and it'll. The good it'll ones always do on. that. Like you, you'll cry when you're supposed to cry. You laugh when you're supposed to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Oh, I gotta give it that. That's why it goes up on the list. It's what's that? My number two. Number two. Yeah. Man, uh, as we're thinking, I'm thinking about other movies too. I'm so upset. That's why I wanted to save the honorable so mentions yeah. for the end because yeah, I felt true. like it's as true. we talk about it, there's a we're lot more. Because I, yeah, I got what three more honorable mentions. Yeah, I based think off I got another list. one too. Yeah, uh, but we'll we'll save that. I'll, yeah, I'll jump end. into um, my number two, which is a Suedo number, which is a Suedo number one, mm-hmm. um, Inception. Oh wow. Inception you really there. like current sci-fi movies. Yeah, it's weird that that, but Inception was just so dope. Yeah, I mean Christopher Nolan could do no wrong. Mm. This guy, I mean the only the only uh, Superman movie after Christopher Reeves that was actually decent was the one that he was producing, uh, mm. the first one, Man of Steel. Oh. A lot of people hated uh, Man of Steel. That I mean, so far with the current Superman, the only one that was decent was yeah, that one. That's it. Yeah. Um, and he Absolutely. he kind of uh, uh, produced it. And you could see his fingerprints all over that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the things that he couldn't control were the things that sucked. Uh, <laughs> and all of the things that were good were, you know, was his input. Like, And once he was removed from it, you know, wow. uh, I'm just saying, really think about it. I mean, yeah. down to the trailer. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know it's off topic. But, man, that, even that first trailer, if you go and watch that first trailer for Man of Steel, where um, it's not showing nothing but, you know, laundry linen, but the linen is red. Yeah, he's yeah. blowing in the wind, so you get the. He he knows how to do those things. So I feel like well. that's. I feel like that's part of the visionary genius of Zack Snyder. If nothing, <laughs> no. If nothing, if nothing no, else, no. Zack Snyder knows how to make things look great, and that I feel like the aesthetic is Zack Snyder style. Whereas I think that maybe the theme and tone. <laughs> Zack Snyder doesn't make beautiful things. 
that's not fair to say. The movies are not, they're not interesting. They're not good. But visually, he he's, I mean, that's the thing you give Zack Snyder. That's how Maybe. he still get, gets jobs. Maybe. This guy, you got to look at, I mean, you saw Batman v Superman where he, like, yeah. even, the, if nothing else I could say about that movie is that it looked great. Yeah. Sucker Punch was horrendous. Yeah. It looked, though, it looked crazy. Well, Watchmen. I guess, I, guess, I guess I see what you mean. You know what I mean? I Watchmen feel like when it comes to set, he's a, he would do yeah. well to be a cinematographer. Not a director, Not but I feel director. like, but I do see what you're talking about yeah. with Christopher Nolan, where I feel like uh, his creative input in how to incorporate the beauty with a story that's worthwhile telling. Exactly, you know, I feel like you know he he knows how to dive the into the human condition. Of, yeah, 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 definitely. Because um, but, he might have picked out of the array of beautiful, you know, imagery, he might have picked the one that would speak to humanity yeah, more. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's what Christopher yeah, Nolan I guess does. I could, I guess I could accept that. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, Inception was just uh, it's just the idea of it, the mm-hmm. premise of it. Unbelievable! Can we pull up the? Yeah, actually, if you could just read the IMDb. Because um, you see yeah. IMDb hitting the nail on the head with these uh, <laughs> little, little descriptions. No, real seriously, quick. like what? Oh, Inception came. Okay, you know what's so crazy? Okay, yeah. yeah. I okay, I looked up. Yeah, for you guys uh, listening, uh, I looked up Inception because I was like, all right, I'm gonna get it real quick. In my head, for whatever reason, I'm still thinking Interstellar. So Inception, oh, I yeah, saw yeah, the yeah. year Inception came out in 2010. I'm just like, yeah, holy, holy seven moly, years ago, right? Yeah, seven wow. years ago. I'm like, how did Inception come out? To, I mean, how did Interstellar come out in yeah. 2010? But anyway, it's uh, side note. In- okay, got. Let me read it for you. A thief who steals corporate secrets through use of dream-sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting an idea into the mind of a CEO. Oh, that's so cool. Come on, like man. what? It's like a thing. Like if you didn't see it and you hear that, it's like what? Planting an idea I, through I mean, dream sharing technology. What? What are you talking about? Like, and what's awesome about if we could talk about Christopher Nolan? I mean, Inception really came out right at what is it? The Marvel Universe is like what 10, 12 years old. Uh, Marvel Universe came out uh, started two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. So amidst the a barrage of what was going to be mm-hmm. really superhero movies, superhero central mm-hmm. movies, this guy somehow off of the back of the Oscar-winning, you know, Dark Knight Rises, mm. right? Well, dar- uh, no, no, dark, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight yeah. Sorry, sorry, Dark Knight. Sorry, off of the back of that, mm-hmm. he, um, he's like, hey, I got this idea for a movie, and they're like, well, it's Christopher Nolan, let's fund it, you know, let's give him. When really around that time, I, I can't recall original idea movies like that. I mean, we were full fledged into the. Uh, okay, let's grab everything. Let's grab all of the book adaptation. We were right in the middle of Hunger Game. Ender Game, all of the books. we were still in the we were still in the midst of the Dark Knight. With the Dark Knight Rises Dark, came out 2012, yeah, exactly. so he put so this in the middle. He put he had that time in the to middle. This exactly. <laughs> so I think he was very smart in the fact that he was like, "Listen, nobody's gonna want me to make this movie after." Right off of the back of this Oscar winner, let me try to see what I can what I can do. And he and he made this movie, which is such a dope idea. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know for other people, but I can speak to myself. When you're having a dream. There are ways that you wake up from your dream. Yeah. Like, I, I think I remember reading an article because I was so fascinated by it that I read an article that said that every person develops their own facet to wake up from a dream. Mm-hmm. Like somebody blinks twice or someone blinks hard or someone just yawns or like within the dream, there's a way to wake up from a dream. Mm-hmm. Everybody develops their own like way to mm-hmm. do it. So my way may that, not be they your said that way. kick, right? That's what they called it. Yeah, they called kick. it a kick or yeah. something. And so, um, and then... I know I can speak for myself. How many times have you woken up from a dream only to realize you're still in a dream? Wow. Um, that's happened to me tons of times. Like I, I've actually w- w- woken up from dreams 
in my home, like surrounding my house, in my bed. Yeah. And I would get out of my bed and I'd turn the light switch on and I'd be home. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm still dreaming. It's crazy. It's yeah. happened to me before, which is why when he put that a dream within a dream within a dream or that whole concept, yeah. I was like, yo, I was like spooked. Like this guy, like it's like he saw into my head yeah. and created this movie. It's such a crazy premise, a crazy idea. It's nuts. And he executed it. And he deals with, um, I think, between this and Interstellar, just to make mention of it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's mixed reviews. He deals with uh, the passage of time really interestingly, yeah. Because the concept, like, okay, when you go into another dream, yeah. time slows down from you know reality well, sure. or whatever. So, yeah. like all that, like the way they handled the that levels, for right? That awesome, he goes yeah. into where he he nothing is left unturned. But I'm thinking, all right, you you, I'm thinking your thing is that you just think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is cool because you out here oh, swimming yeah. in Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> movies. I'm like, I well, guess I am, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I am. Uh, well, I don't know. He is pretty cool. He is a pretty he's good cool, actor. Yeah, he's definitely but, cool. Um, I think that was really just a byproduct. I think he worked with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and uh, and he kind of just liked him. I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll put you in this Inception. Mm. Or was it Inception that he liked and put him in Batman? Uh, that's what it Probably, was. Probably, yeah. Cause he it was liked him Dark- from yeah Inception and put him in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the levels to it. And, and, in fact, like, if you go and you look online, um, the... That, that scene where they're running up the walls and, and whatever, that was not CGI. That, that was, was a yeah, that, set was a, piece. Yep. Crazy. I mean, he, uh, he, his uh, utilization of um, practical effects yeah. with, you know, I mean, where CGI is necessary, he puts in CGI. But yeah. like even like you, you'll see that thing when they blew up the building in, in uh, The Dark yeah. Knight where yeah. it's like he'll, he'll when he can, he'll, he'll opt for that. And yeah. yeah, he's definitely I mean, he, he deserves the, the recognition that he was definitely. Regrets. I, I think also to kind of put in, uh, what was it, the movie that just came out. I didn't go see it yet, but Dunkirk, yeah, which just it, came yeah. out. Um, this guy, I'm telling you, apparently that movie did exceptional. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So this guy is making these movies. I'm, you know, I, obviously I'm talking about Inception, not just be, uh, Christopher Nolan, but Inception is a whole movie. Yeah. But you, you really think about it. This guy is making these types of movies that are polar opposites of what is allowed to even be released. Mm-hmm. I'm sure... If you're not Christopher Nolan and you have an original um, plot or theme idea, you're probably getting laughed out of the room. Yeah. Yeah, let's make a World War II movie. And think about the know? cojones to come out with a World War II movie in the summer. In in superhero summer. <laughs> in superhero you got this movie summer. coming out. I can opt to see what's it called? Like the the movies I can list coming out, like technically that fall into this season of summer blockbuster. Yeah. It's that you can still count back. Yeah, you got uh, Wonder Woman, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Ooh, like what what comic is that and from? And it did well. Dunkirk. Yeah. yeah, it did well. So but maybe that's maybe that's part of the vision where it's like, you know, there's other people going to see movies other than fans of superhero movies. So maybe yeah. he's tapping back into that market so that's your number two but that's your last that's my last that's my number two and that's my last interesting interesting. so now you have the floor all right it's like my number two suedo number one it's weird it's like it's weird so i my number one number one very personal choice Uh uh it's not an uh oh (laughs) it's a great movie awesome movie i love the movie and i think fans out there love the movie as well and that is the 1999 classic, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Starring everybody's favorite, um, you know, I mean, TV personality. Not TV personality, but, like, he was, I mean, he was really big when he was on TV back in the day. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Uh, you have Tim Allen in there. You got Sigourney Weaver Tim in there. Allen you got big. the late, Sigourney great Weaver. Alan Rickman in this wow. movie being just 
brilliant. Yeah. He's so awesome. Like, who would have, you know, who would have thought he could be in this, like, goofy role? And yeah. uh, let me just read you the IMDb uh, description. The alumni cast of a space opera television series have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. Now, yeah, I, I this agree. idea, we've talked a lot about innovative ideas design, yeah. of great concepts, awesome ideas, stuff like that. But this right here, this plays on the heartstrings of nerds, of geeks everywhere. Think about it. Yeah. Like, we're watching all these epic space adventures. You got Star Wars. Yep. You got the Star Trek. Yep. You got all these different things. I mentioned Starship Troopers. You have all these different things where it's actors playing these roles that inspire you to do something more, inspire you to want a future that allows you to go on adventures, to, to fight evil, to yeah. do good in the universe. Yeah. Now, imagine that that same feeling from these shows from these movies was broadcasted light years away that they're inspiring people in other galaxies they're inspiring aliens but they're just actors and we know <laughs> we know in this day and age as we if you go to cons and you're if you're listening to this uh, podcast i think you've gone to cons where you stop you go get an autograph from people i mean the movie opens up at a con <laughs> this movie is awesome it opens yeah, up at so a con cool. yeah and you know it's just it, this is before you know uh, people got tired of of, of Justin Long. Uh, this was when people were like, oh, he was a young kid who was playing this geeky kid who wanted to come get an autograph from people. I mean, just the opening scenes where they had. I mean, it, it plays on the Star Trek type uh, yeah, mostly, yeah, of course, of and course. obviously, I mean, it does take some play from from Star Wars as well. Everything having to do with that, but I love that they they played kind of. I don't want to say down on their luck, but people who had their 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 rise to fame yeah, early they, on they had their day in the sun and now they're coming now back now where it's yeah. like you know alan rickman was like you know i went to juilliard you know he was like yeah. he, like he's seen where he not where he is now yeah, where he yeah. has to wear this thing on his head all the time and it's like i can imagine they they were ahead of their time with that thing where it's like i'm yeah. sure other people were feeling that too because you had things uh, going on where you know uh, i'm sure william shatner probably had that kind of thing yeah, uh, yeah, sure. experience as well but you know in my time now uh with That's the, basically all of what, the, what's his name uh idris elba went through with thor Oh, I think he was like, uh, he was like, uh, one time he was on the wires and he was sweating, mm -hmm. and there was a green screen behind him, and he was like, "I played Nelson Mandela." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Now I'm Heimdall exactly. with a green screen behind me. And see, and that's <laughs> in, in reference to, but see, even yeah. that, uh, the, just to show the level that Idris Elba is at, where it's like he's yeah. he's talking about now the effects that he has to do, but he's still yeah. in this giant multi-billion oh, yeah. you know franchise. Oh yeah. Whereas these guys are doing a convention. Yeah. They yeah, gotta yeah. hype up stuff where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you remember yeah, Sergeant yeah, Laredo yeah. or like you know uh, like you know Tech Sergeant Chen, <laughs> yeah, like they had yeah, all yeah. these things that, that is it's hilarious. like so you know to see that it, it was so funny but then when it got to the space adventure yeah. when it showed all that when you were dealing with the aliens first of all it, i mean it was just so cool and i would say it holds up to now uh yeah. from for many things maybe not everything yeah, you know yeah, some yeah. things could have been better but even that played into the genius of the movie because yeah. you had stuff where it's like you know when you look back in the day you know sci-fi from the 60s 70s there's a lot of stuff where it's like, okay, well, that's obviously not the greatest effect. That's obviously yeah, yeah. not the best thing. So much yeah. to the fact that George Lucas thought it made sense to go back into the original Star Wars and add CGI to it, which I feel like takes away from the authenticity of the special editions. But, yeah. you know, I mean, th this movie speaks to the geek in me, which is also, you know, my exterior. <laughs> and it just does such a great job of capturing that. It shows con culture. It shows the love that these people who play these roles uh, – 
um, receive from fans yeah, a lot of time, yeah. and it also shows what it can inspire. Because while it inspires us as regular humans, and they show that with like the fans, like Justin Long and his friends, yeah. where they're like super in love with these characters and they take it seriously. They're doing yeah, all this yeah, fan yeah. stuff. They're asking technical questions, yeah. and then you know he's like, you know, it's just a show, mm-hmm. but it's not to the people outside in the galaxy. And he has this epic adventure. It's just oh man. I love that movie and the rewatchability of that movie. Yeah. It's not too long. It's not too short. It doesn't. It, it, I've sat and really watched this movie three I times think in a row. Everything on your list had great rewatchability. I think only like a few of mine did. Yeah, yours, I, yours had a lot of rewatchability. Oh, thank you. That's that's probably one of my top things. Anytime I ever uh, take into consideration movies, where I'm just like, uh, how often can I watch this movie? But there's yeah, and it'll you'll have that joy. Even yeah, when you know the part is coming up. Exactly. Like, uh, it's uh, like oh. Uh, uh, but there's certain there's certain movies that I think there's something to be said about watching it sparingly. Oh yeah, that you can like go back and just like it, it's good enough yeah, that it makes you want magic, to. Re- yeah, the magic is you watch it and then you know five years may oh well not that much but let's yeah. say like a year or two goes by and you're like you pop it in again you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah we're and, so and crazy it starts coming back to you you yeah. know what I mean like even because nostalgia is just that like you need time in order to exactly. feel nostalgic yeah so you want to get that feeling and then there's something to be said about the things that can give you the the feeling each time but I, I yeah. you know just one of uh, one of the things on your list you know I saw Inception once. Okay. In theaters. Yeah. And I remember everything. So when you see mm. the impactfulness of mm-hmm. certain movies that you yeah. don't need to watch a million times. Yeah. Because that movie hit me so hard. I mean, obviously, you things come on TV, so you'll see bits and pieces. But yeah, yeah, sitting, yeah. watching it one way through, I only watched once. Jaw, jaw was dropped. And, and just were like, from since then, like you, there's not yeah. a scene that I wouldn't be able to recognize really from that movie where I'm just like, yeah. when you get into the actual movie. And yeah. so I think, you know, when you measure... Uh, at, 2010 i saw that movie then yeah. seven years ago it was in theaters yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it's just you see the impactfulness yeah. of that well i think but. i saw the movie at least at least three times maybe five times mm-hmm. because what happened was um and when i find a movie that i like a lot i do watch it over because mm-hmm. i look for plot holes mm-hmm. i look for like different scenes and things that that point to like okay how do you how can you tell because i mean it's seven years ago i don't know if we should talk about it but I mean, that final scene, we'll just kind of glance over it. But yeah, that yeah. final scene... Know yeah. yeah, so when you go to that final scene and, that, and, that th- and the top is spinning, you think it to yourself, well, okay, how could you have tell before or after right. that it was going to fall or that it wouldn't? I think that I, I kept looking for little things because he does that little thing, and I wanted to know, like, was he a... Like, Do we know? Yeah, and yeah, it's... Could, so that, could that's, the whole thing have been... A, like, who even it, knows? You know, who even knows? He thinks he's out of it, but could he have always been in it? And, you know? It's just that that movie was deep. It makes you question reality and, you know, that going to the impactfulness. Yeah. So it's super yeah. powerful. But yeah. I think we can go into some of our honorable mentions that yeah. we did not mention honorably before. I feel like we should have like a little honorable mention. Like some type of like, you know, thing. You like, just made it. Oh, just made you just it. did yeah. it. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Like something like that. No, yeah. I think what would have taken my number four. If I just, if I actually, well, how many honorable mentions did you add? You I had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight honorable mentions. Good and, lord! And then I had an extra animated honorable mention. Which Holy! Was the s- are those honorable mentions, or is just more that you like in the I list? I think honorable mentions was longer. Yeah, it's significant. <laughs> you know what? Let's. It's ins- one of those things. Like you know, you, you once you have a top five, you can't help 
But yeah. put everything on the list that that you felt could have been or should have been in the top. So five. let's maybe if you it's if it's possible. No, maybe no, no. Let's... There's only one movie. There's only just one. For or for the because I've mentioned the other ones. Oh, you're counting. Oh, you were counting the other yeah, ones. Yeah, I was counting. Oh, ones. Yeah. I was saying additional ones. Oh, yeah, no, that's what. No, one there's more. only I just have three one. more additionals. So. Yeah, no, I just I have one that probably would have taken my number three, or could have been Suedo two, uh, even number one, Unbreakable. It's mm. weird. Ah, uh, the wow from the Shamalama Ding Dong. Ain't that crazy? I keep putting Shamalama Ding Dong. No, that's, that's terrible. I, M Night Shamalama Ding Dong. Just say, my dad hates that. Like when people call people out of people's names. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, like wow. every time I do it, I cringe a little bit because, <laughs> like, I remember just off topic, real quick. Um, yeah. When LeBron was deciding to go to uh, Miami, and the paper said LeBum, LeBum <laughs> James, LeBum James. Father, you know, wow. I'll never forget wow. the fit that he threw. He wow. was like, his mother named him. Wow. <laughs> you know, Yo, that's like Yo, a scene from Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> the mama, if I'm name Cassius, I'm going to call him Cash. Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but that's the side thing. But that's funny. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, when he was very young into his career. Yeah. I think, um, I can't remember which movies came out. I'm sure Sixth Sense probably was already out, uh, came out first. Um, I feel like this was way before Signs. Mm-hmm. Had to be before Signs. Or was Signs out already? Shoot. I think si- Signs was Signs was, later, was 2000, yeah. right? Uh, Unbreakable was 2000. Signs was 2002. Yes. All right. Yeah, so yeah. this was before Signs, but this was after the Sixth Sense. Let's see here. Let's yeah, find Sixth Sense a... was 96, 97. Let's see. Uh, 99. Oh, that was way off. Okay. So Sixth Sense. Wow. Sixth Sense came out the same time Matrix did? Yeah. My Lord. The same year, at least. I don't know year? if it was the same year. Oh, probably not the date. same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, um, yeah. So, Unbreakable was the... Uh, there were a few comic book movies, because now we're living in a generation of comic book movies. All right? But before this, nobody knew how to handle a superhero movie. Superhero renaissance. Or... Because, oh, I mean, oh, okay, there were, because yeah, yeah. there were, you know, obviously we got to give credit to some of the superhero well, movies that existed before, like yeah. the Batmans and the Superman. Oh, movies. yes. Well, yeah. you're right. You're right. Okay. You're, you're, you're Because I don't want us to get that. crucified on the, oh, on yeah, the, the comments where it's like, oh, uh, yeah. what happened to Batman? Oh, yeah, uh, what happened to 1972 Superman? What happened no, to... you're right. You're right. But I mean, like, there was a gap in which people didn't know how to handle those movies because either they were very, either they were campy, like the... And I love those Supermans, not to say that I don't, but they were, like, really campy. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to, like, ground a superhero movie into, mm-hmm. like, hey, this is a real-life superhero. Mm-hmm. I think one movie that did a fantastic job was Blade, mm-hmm. which I think should have been mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. That there's Blade. And then you jump to, um, and then, oh, you know what? This is the reason why I didn't put it on Unbreakable on the list, because it isn't a sci-fi movie. Right? Is it uh, listed? What's what is the genre? Uh, well, IMDb says that it, it is, is right a drama mystery sci-fi. Yeah, because I felt like it was one of those. I remember the reason I didn't put it because it was like on the cusp. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I should even qualify it as sci-fi or not. Yeah. But anyway, to, to go with what I was saying, so Blade Spawn came out around '97. Spawn mm-hmm. wasn't you know people not not, not many people really right, liked right, right. Spawn, but Blade came out and Blade was like yo. This is real. This is real. Like, mm-hmm. this was before Spider-Man. Yeah. This was before X-Men. Yeah, and it sure. was like, I think um, Blade was 97 or 98. And everybody was like, if a comic book movie could, a comic book could be made into a movie, this is dope. You right. know what I mean? And so, here comes this movie that caught everybody off guard. Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Which has those same themes of a superhero and a supervillain. Yeah. 
and it borrows heavily from comic books because there's comic books all throughout the story. You even visit a few comic book shops throughout the actual movie. And it was it was one of his he was he was a lot younger and it was such a good movie in terms of like setting up the characters, the yeah. way they set up the characters, the mystery twist at the end cuz you yeah. know it can't well, be Yeah, no, no mention. Yeah. No, I won't mention it, but yeah. in terms of the mystery twist at the end cuz you know if it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, it's yeah. got to have one of those. Yeah. Um and um in fact uh if I could say this, nope. All right, all right. <laughs> because I feel like, especially for his it movies, it isn't even about that movie. Oh. It's about a movie that came out recently from the M Night Shyamalan, which is was it the uh, visit with the kids or was it the visit the one with where he's got schizophrenic? Uh, he's schizophrenic and he's got multiple per- personality disorder. Oh, Split, Split. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it. I'll just name those two things, and I won't say another word. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right? I won't say another word. All right, but yeah, that movie—if you haven't seen it, you got to go watch it because it was—it was a comic book movie slash like you know superhero supervillain movie before there was a thing in grounded in reality. Right. Um, and it was just—it—it—it it, it took like a realistic. It was like a realistic. A play yeah. off of what if someone was this or that mm-hmm. and I won't go into it other than that but it was a great movie and even if people hate M. Night Shyamalan movies the one that they always refer to is always Sixth Sense mm-hmm. um, and always um, Unbreakable Unbreakable because Science some people liked it some people I hated it I loved Science I love Science I'm surprised that, well I, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to give it an honorable mention but I did love Science yeah well I mean those movies again sometimes it, it, you feel as if like okay yeah it's it's sci-fi, but then there's mystery, and sometimes you, should you go for just pure sci-fi? Yeah. You're going for drama and sci-fi, so yeah. I think I mean, the mixing of the is. yeah, the blending of the genres yeah. does impact some of the the things on this list, but yeah, um, yeah I mean, uh, those are his early work is obviously you know the stuff oh, that we absolutely. have to absolutely. Um, was was that the only one on your honorable? Um, yeah, that's the only one that I'll bother to kind of add to it. Uh, the other ones are there, but I'm not sure if they're even like you know. So we'll just jump into your list. Here. Well, I have three. Right. And they're great. Said that aggressively. Yes, um, I did because I just wanted to make sure. Because honestly, I might have to redo my list at some point and release it on. It's gonna media. have to be re- re- yeah. redone. Yeah, because you know when when we came up with this idea to um to do this list. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, we we came from a place of like you know stuff. Some stuff as fans yeah. we can trust off the dome stuff, but really, if we wanted to. Uh, I'm telling you. think right. and you know digest and go into like everything that we've seen and stuff yeah. and really yeah, yeah, yeah. weigh the the positives and the negatives but so these honorable mentions might get flipped around to like actually exactly. you know rankings yeah but uh three that i wanted to mention it's true conversation with you that i realized like oh yeah no i love this because i feel like this was like yeah, an yeah, achievement yeah. um there is super eight from oh, 2011. Yeah. I love Super 8. How could we forget 8. about Super 8? Super 8 yeah. is a great movie. If you've not seen Super 8, it was Who directed? J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. I forgot. And yes. it was like a nod. It was an ode to, you know, old Spielberg stuff. And yes. here's the uh, uh, description. During the summer of 1979, a group of friends witness a train crash and investigate subsequent unexplained events in their small town. And it was one of those, like, first... Wasn't it one of those types of movies that were kind of like the... The Cloverfield esque, like it, oh, was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't it, like first person. It view, wasn't. No, no okay. there was an element there was where portions of it. There though. was a part because the movie is called Super Eight because it's referencing a Super Eight camera that they were using. They were doing their own film. They were kids. Y- yes, stuff that's there. what it was. And it so happened that their camera caught a crazy event that happened that like the mystery ensued. So it's a, it's a great mystery, but the sci fi element is so apparent and so that. intense. Yeah. 
and it's so great. I really love that movie. Uh, and you know, obviously, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I'll I'll, I'll leave these to descriptions, and you know I, that I love them, and that you should make it a point to go see them. Obviously, this one's a classic. I didn't feel like it was necessary to add to a list. Okay. Uh, this one's like actually classic, classic past the point of recent classics. This yeah. was classic like from since it came out, uh, and that's E. T. Oh uh, yeah, so I, I just I just left it off. Yeah, I left it off. It does sure. deserve an, an honorable mention, but I just didn't put it in my list. Yeah, but. absolutely. I mean, every, yeah. if you haven't seen, I, I don't know how you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, uh, a troubled child summons the courage to help a friend alien escape Earth and return to this home to his home world. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, and iconic, then iconic. E. Yeah. Later on, brought back the aliens that invaded Independence Day. <laughs> Isn't that how the story yeah, goes? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I think he. In fact, if if memory serves, there's. Uh, there are his type of people, people from his planet, yeah. show up in um, one of the prequel movies of Star Wars. His race, really? So yeah, it's a little tiny thing. If you go back and you look, oh, it's like little ET aliens. So cool. You know, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg are, are, are brothers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I had to mention ET. If I'm going to mention Super Eight, yeah. ET is you know, yeah, ET yeah, is yeah, Super definitely. Eight before Super Eight was Super Eight. Exactly. So I mean, great movie. Obviously, all the iconic things that were inspired yeah. from it. I mean, ET Phone Home is just like the it's, parodies that came from it. The parodies. And, yeah. Yeah, that that line is up there with. Uh, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Like, there's just yeah, some stuff that you just true. know in cinema. And this one here, I mean, as a series, but I'll go with the first one because I love the first one, and the first one is where it achieved it. Um, because the first one is the best one. I mean, the rest are just things that happen. But um, and doesn't get cited as science fiction that often, but it really is. And the science within it is a unique one that you don't see too often because we mentioned a lot of time travel, we yep. mentioned a lot of space. Yeah. But this one, the. 1993 classic Jurassic Park. Yes. The science in that, the science fiction, you're dealing with cloning, you're dealing with bringing an extinct race yeah. back into the world. Just, I mean, obviously for like the most capitalist reason. Yeah, of course. Of but course. I mean, just imagine. Evil corporation. Right? And yeah. this is, this movie is the definitive way we view dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, if you really fi follow science, you'll see that, you know, this is not how they really looked. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you really go a uh, recent, uh, I think uh, there's an article uh, talking about, I don't know how recent it is, but velociraptors were not that big yeah. and they had feathers. Apparently, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, these are things that I mean, we don't want to accept because the designs in these were awesome. But this is yeah. the basis of <laughs> like this is really what we know dinosaurs to, to be, be like. Mm -hmm. So uh, the fact that it could shape that entire understanding of history is number one, scary, but number one, awe inspiring yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> because we're all mistaken, but we're all in unison with not caring because yeah. Jurassic Park made us know what dinosaurs, dinosaurs look, look like, like and yeah. how they would react and how they would act with people and just how it would be with people in there. And yet again, you get the awesome Jeff Goldblum in there yeah, with, uh, with the with awesome lines. He's like a rock star in this thing. Yeah, He's super yeah. cool. So yeah, Jurassic Park. Got to give that some love, and you know the three. Was that, that number three? That's number three. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the three wow. that I honorably mentioned. So two yeah. of them are um, directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, and one is J.J. Abrams, which is, is <laughs> inspired by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's you know I had yeah. to give Steven Spielberg because we 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 ended up talking a lot about uh, directors at a point. You know, you mentioned yeah, something. That's you gave true. A, I gave it uh, James Cameron nod and uh, obviously Cameron, uh, Christopher uh, Nolan nod. But gotta give uh, Steven yeah. Spielberg. I mean Steven, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. What he did for the genre. For the genre itself, it's true. For, for both science fiction and fantasy separate. And you know, Lucas, obviously George. Yeah, Lucas yeah. I mean, we 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 you know. But big that just goes but, without saying. It's yeah. unfortunate. It's like when someone's great, but you know that he's great. You just say greatness, and then you just say 
yeah that's it yeah there's nothing left to be said about yeah, it yeah exactly because all that's been all that can be said has been said yeah true. so i think i mean we I have a good list here i think it'd be tough for people to really dispute like the the quality of these movies now i, I at the same time we've spoken at length about a lot of these things but i want to hear from you guys i really want to know you know how you guys feel about our lists as well as what would you add what would you take away what are your own personal what's your, lists? yeah what's yeah. your list exactly what is your list what's your top five or you can give us a top 10 like we did a lot of honorable mentions but i feel like w- when we revise it it's just gonna be maybe we'll do a top 10 for ourselves and what's crazy we're i'm sure we're gonna look into the comments and and someone's gonna say how could you not mention this and we're gonna be like how did we not ah, mention that yeah that's gonna be fun yeah so i'm i'm curious i'm hoping and maybe you know what might also be fun on the other side is maybe there's some movies that we haven't seen before that's like oh yeah, give this a chance that we can go look up yeah, yeah change up the whole game because right now this was a personal list of things that we have obviously seen and things yeah. that we enjoyed but I look forward to doing this again with more top fives of other oh, other yeah. things. Then it's going to have to be top five sci-fi shows, TV shows. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that, that might actually be easier, one. though. Yeah, I feel that's like that'd be, be easier. easier for me. Yeah, because there's some stuff that, well, I don't know. <laughs> because now that I think about it, I'm like, hmm. There's a lot of sci-fi shows. a lot of sci-fi yeah. shows. Like a bunch. Jeez Louise. So, yeah, this should be a recurring thing, top fives. And uh, we did get a bit spoilerish in it. A little tiny bit, but not yeah. enough that people can't go watch these movies and enjoy them. So uh, re- remember, rewatchability uh, as well as uh, impactfulness, uh, mastery of direction. I mean, this is yeah, this is this is a good list. Yeah, I'm proud so. of our list. I think so. Yeah. Anything you want to add on to the? Uh... I was proud until you mentioned some stuff, and then I said, "Dang it, <laughs> I want to revise my list now." <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, I'm like, I don't uh... think like it's just so funny because like you say five now and then that five can change at any point exactly it's tough to do that like if can you imagine if we said something as as vague as top five movies like that's just like oh that's impossible so maybe it's like one of those things like you know when you log into your thing and it says um whatever you log into you know you forgot and it says hey what's your favorite book and that's a security question yeah but your favorite book 10 years ago well not the same yeah yeah so that's one of those things your top fives will always change you know what we'll probably do i want to do circumstantial top fives Mm. excuse me that's basically to explain that it's something that i've been doing for a while where i feel like okay it's one thing to say favorite it's another thing to say in under what circumstances would would you need certain things certain Mm -hmm. pieces of entertainment so um and there was a meme i made a while back like if you're if you're locked in a bunker what what five uh tv shows would you bring with you or what five movies would you bring with you so you have to accommodate the circumstance yeah because if you're locked in a bunker it better be something that's got like 20 seasons to it because exactly at least and then if it's a movie it's got to have epic rewatchability it's got to be something that you can watch over and over again without getting sick of it that's going to actually entertain you and not make you lose your mind that's impossible galaxy quest is on my list i tell you right now i can rewatch galaxy quest but you're talking about the duration of time anyway i get yeah see we're jumping into the i could yo if someone said yo for one week only you can for one week you could only watch one movie and you have to keep watching that one movie can you imagine i could watch galaxy quest that that, that's got to be a a topic on your on the gmp page yeah you have to do that like if you could watch a movie just once for a whole week, what would it be? Yeah, just one movie for a whole week, mm-hmm. like over can't and over watch again. Nothing else. You can't watch nothing else. Every time you and uh, you know, yeah, and and some people are gonna try and find a cop out where it's like, oh, can't I just turn off the TV and read no. a book? No, no. The spirit of the question is, yes. you gotta. So I mean, you get to sleep. It's on repeat. It's so on even repeat. When you're sleeping, it's playing in the background. <laughs> it's playing on the background. What this movie? is Saw, but yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah, this is you gotta last the week of watching exactly. the movie, and yeah. I could. Watch, I could really watch. Ah, man, 
I think I feel like I have. You know, you know what it is, too. Yeah. I've tested it because back in the day, you know, sometimes you don't have cable. Sometimes, yeah, you know, when I was a yeah. kid, that was the case. Mm. TBS used to show Galaxy Quest all mm. the time, yeah. and TBS was my go-to thing to watch yeah. when I was a kid. So, you know, that's why I ended up watching as a kid a bunch of shows that I probably shouldn't have been watching. Maybe I wasn't a kid <laughs> at the time I was watching. I ended up watching Sex in the City. Oh, because well, wow, okay. TBS used to show that show on loop. Yeah, let's let's save that for the R-rated. Yeah, 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 yeah. TVMA version. Yeah, yeah. But no, it. I mean, obviously, not getting into any of that. Really? So she's like. But who would I never would have thought of watching that show if it wasn't the circumstance I made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, that's a good point. Galaxy Quest. I watched. Um, it was on, and I was always hyped when it came on. But I, I remember the first time I ever saw it was on TBS. Yeah. And they would show it all the time, like Mm -hmm. daily. So I was like, ah, yeah, watch it again. Watch it it again. So I was. I mean, I've almost semi-tested my theory but anyway we're getting to another conversation altogether yep uh is there anything mr the design warrior mr the design warrior (laughs) that you would like to plug oh yeah shamelessly i i will shamelessly plug Mm -hmm. my uh production page is tdw production uh um that's on instagram right that's mostly for my behind the scenes videos my photography and other things like that my geek page my geek page is uh T- no, I kind of forgot my. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the design warrior, T H E design D E I S I G N. Now I'm testing my spelling. Uh, warrior, W A R. Yeah, so the design warrior on Instagram, and then my production page is uh, yeah T D W Productions. Uh, yeah, and I think that's it. I'm I'm the same on Twitter. Same thing. T um, T D W Production as well as the design warrior. So the design war is the more personal one. That's where I post yeah. my figures, um, you know, things like that. My comic books that I purchase, what I'm reading on a weekly basis, things nice. like that. Yeah. Awesome. That's what I'll shamelessly plug. Cool, cool, cool. And there will obviously be a description uh, in this uh, podcast uh, yeah. on our SoundCloud. Follow and various me, places. Man. Yeah. Follow me, be sure to follow him because, yeah, there's a lot of opinions. And also, I mean, on the opposite side, yours, yeah. if you just hated everything he said, <laughs> yeah. follow him still so yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah. him how much you hated everything yeah, he said. Was. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know? I don't like the sound of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, sir, are insufferable. Yeah. Like, you got to follow him to comment that, right? Yeah. So um, you guys already know uh, this is a Geek and Nerd Proportions podcast, GMP Project everywhere. If you if you put GMP Project on Google, you will find us. Yes, uh, we are on the Instagram. We are on the Twitter. We are on the Facebook. Uh, we are on, obviously, SoundCloud, which is where I hope you're listening to this. And if you're not listening to it there, I imagine you're listening to us on iTunes. Uh, so, yeah, pick your poison. You actually can listen to us on iTunes or you can listen to us you on fancy. Uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, I try. And also <laughs> another thing that I normally don't plug, but I do want to make mention of for all those who enjoy conversation and who would like to join in on the fun of conversation, there is a Geek and Nerd Proportions uh, Facebook group called Geek and Nerd Proportions Group, uh, where if you search us up on Facebook and you uh, just uh, try and join, you can join the fun, the conversations. These are the, types of th- these are the types of things that we end up having very often with other members of the group, and uh, that's also essentially the audience, uh, Mr. The Design Warrior. I like leading with Mr. 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 is my form of respect, where it's yeah, like, yeah. like Mr. Jim Kelly, <laughs> who I love from uh, Enter the Dragon. I always call him Mr. Jim Kelly. It's just Jim Kelly. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, other people that you might have seen on various episodes of this podcast are in that group as well. So anybody who you might want to, you know, obviously follow in any regard, yeah, check us out. 
on that note guys if you got this far in the podcast thank you so much congratulations congratulations <laughs> wow like it's like you know that's awesome you listening to like two me. nerds no, right. they really like me, <laughs> they two, like me. <laughs> two nerds just out here uh, talking about stuff that we really enjoy and we hope you enjoyed us talking about what we enjoy because we had fun we, i hope we you did too did. oh i had a lot of fun in here this was awesome so all right guys we will catch you in the next one peace guys god bless peace out god bless <laughs>